0: This is Ken and Curtis on WEI.
1: Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go.
2: I quickly realized that something was going on. There was this troubling undercurrent. During training camp, Wes Welker makes his beeline over to me. And that grabs me like, by the shoulders. He says, Brandon, your locker's in between Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. Now, Aaron, he's gonna fondle his genitalia in front of you. He's gonna talk about bathing with his mom. You just gotta ignore it. You gotta ignore it. It was like Wes has seen a ghost the way he was looking at me.
3: You know, I thought Aaron was a good kid. I had a locker right next to him, tried to help him, tried talking to him, but at the same time, I don't know, it was, uh, I think it was pretty glaring um, that there were issues. That was Brandon Lloyd and Wes Welker from the Dynasty Apple TV docuseries where the latest episode goes through the players and their concerns with Aaron Hernandez and the bizarre nature of some of the things he said, which in hindsight are something that fall in line with someone who becomes a uh, sociopath or a serial killer or both. So I I also think back to that Giants loss in the second Super Bowl in Indy, uh, Super Bowl 46. Yeah and is it in a weird way better that they didn't win that game where you have Aaron Hernandez scoring a touchdown celebra- like that would have been far more memorialized mm. if they win that game like it's just what that- if he catches the hail mary right
0: cuz it like he's there and then Gronk comes in to kind of try to scoop it up but what if he catches the hail mary they win the super bowl you're right that gets harder to scrub cuz they scrubbed him as soon as he was gone, he was removed from like everything. Or they tried to.
3: Yeah, it was. Uh, they had and it's harder to jersey. do. If, yes,
0: and if it's harder to do, if you want a Super Bowl, and he's like the the image of the win of the Super Bowl.
3: It, I mean, obviously, in the moment, we all didn't want them. Well, to Well, we didn't that know game. he's a murderer.
0: And, and so I never knew. People always ask like that question. No, I didn't know he was a murderer. Did I ever think like Brandon Lloyd? I had more
3: uh, strange interactions with than I did Aaron Hernandez. The same people. Who are the person on the street interviewed by Channel Four when the guy on sixty two Chestnut yeah is found to have murdered his family? They say, "Oh, Bill always seemed like a nice guy." Yeah, that's what everybody says because the whole purpose of people, whether it's Darren Sharper, who was this despicable rapist, or if it's Aaron Hernandez, a serial killer, you you don't want people to know your predilection. You so don't- are you tell me if I'm creeped out by somebody or. I fear them that I
0: shouldn't. That it's the people I'm not creeped out by that I don't fear that I should fear. No, there are dumb criminals. There, oh, are, okay. there are
3: people that are, um, you so know, like
0: when Corey Dillon m- made me feel
3: uncomfortable. Was that just or was I unjust? Well, uh, no, just uh, another guy. The Patriots made clear to me was a wacko yeah. bad guy. But yeah, you know, I, I always think back to this too. Like I am, I have it just fascinated by the Madoff. Ponzi scheme. Like I, I watched Wizard of Lies, phenomenal. On, I think HBO, and there was a great Netflix uh, three part series recently on that last year, or the year before. And everybody, and the the, the whistleblower is a Greek American from Boston. Who he's great. He did a sixty minutes interview on it, um, and he's a brilliant guy who was tasked with finding out why they were losing all this business to this Madoff guy, whose funds were bringing in this money that they couldn't figure out. And he's right. a, this guy was a, a, a brilliant mathematician who found an algorithm that said it would have been like Ted Williams hitting 800 for the whole tour, like his whole career. Like it was statistically impossible. But in hindsight, things are so clear. Like you can go back and Madoff's maybe, like, you know, he didn't ever actually make a trade, but I, like he was the head of the NASDAQ. Like he devoted his life to creating this ruse, Jeffrey Epstein. You know these people are—you know—might have worked for the Mossad and the CIA, but th- they—they were tasked with making it seem they were something they were not.
4: So I can't believe
2: I got snookered like
3: that. Like Malcolm Gladwell has a great thing on this, where he said the reason why we are trusting people is that evolutionarily, we only grow when you can trust your neighbor. That's like back when we needed other people to do things. Right. We all grow as trusting people, which is why criminals always have an advantage. Because they have something that the other person says, wait, why would they? This person is the prince of, you know, of, of uh, whatever, of Morocco. And he says, I want to have, you know, I, I need $300. To f- to, you know, and somebody, grandma Dubuque says, okay. Because that's how we have been created over thousands years. And then
0: we watch the documentary and say, how could you be so stupid?
3: Right. Did it- you watch Abducted in Plain Sight? Uh, which one is that?
0: The really creepy one about the like he abducts the daughter, but then he's obsessed with her, wants to marry her, and like <sighs> Maybe there's not. weirdness throughout the entire family. If not, you should. It's on Netflix. It's a little older. Rich Keith put me on it. It's the most uncomfortable thing I've ever watched. Okay, literally the most. Un- but in that, I'm watching and saying, "What are you, some kind of moron? How is step A happening? Step B happening? Step C? And it's what you're talking about." People are generally trusting. I think that's why a lot of these sometimes take place in like church groups. Not to paint with a broad brush, but these groups of communal trust, right? Where one person infiltrates it and takes advantage of it,
3: right? And, and you want to trust someone. You want to believe that they I have don't. your best. I don't really like people. Uh, I mean, I might be on your side of the street a bit, but I, I, at our core. But you f- just told me that if I think a
0: guy's creepy, trust him, and if I think he's not creepy don't trust. Him.
3: Right. Go to the guy that strikes you as a know well, what to well, do. you know what Wiggy's advice this week was. I never thought of it. He said that whenever he's out with his wife or his daughter or the kids and he's you know trying to make sure it's safe, he looks at the guy's shoes. Criminals have bad shoes according to Wiggy. That that if they don't take care of their shoes, there's something off. So, I mean, hey, what do you do at TSA? Take
0: Uh-oh. your shoes
3: off. I had holes in my shoes. Oh god. Can you please get a metal <laughs> detector, Joe? Uh Adam in Framingham. How you doing? <laughs>
2: Hey guys, good morning. Curtis, real quick, how about Sam Kennedy, huh? Well, I'm getting him away from my baseball team? What a day. Alright, real quick, on the dynasty. Yes, sir. Two takeaways from me. The first part, uh, being a Patriot fan for those 20 years, it's just reminding me, it was like the greatest thing in the world. It was literally like cheating and murder and relentless winning and, and Bill with the hoodie and being the villain of the country. It was like... It's just the greatest. Every Patriot fan should watch it. I'm not being spun. I love Bill. I really don't care. Uh, two, what a scumbag Guerrero is. In, in the third one, right? When he shows up, I know he already had a relationship, but he flew right in when Tom was at his lowest point. Tom was sick. He said he was skinny. They weasel right in Guerrero, helps him rebuild the knee with the massaging and everything else. And it's like, that's what these weasels do. They come in at the lowest point. Man, I'll tell you, Curtis, don't forget that he ended up following, having Deepak Chopra follow him around with a camera and making a movie about him when he was a quarterback for the Patriots. So I mean, Well, I mean, Adam, Adam just felt, on,
3: on that note, I mean, Bill Belichick, how many documentaries did he have on him when he was coaching the Patriots? He had a
2: couple Terrible. this guy, Kenny Rogers. Terrible. They're equally to blame. Equally to blame. But just they're both amazing. They're both, you watch, like, the mental toughness, the two of them. I don't know. I just, I, I love it. I love them both. And I think Guerrero looks like a scumbag. I can see how Bill despised him. I mean, I don't know. What a circle Tom put around him. I, I, I didn't like it. I thought he changed too. I thought there was enough blame to go around. That's all.
0: Yeah. I- That's a good point by Adam, though. What we're just talking about, swooping in at your lowest moment. And Guerrero is clearly a. Oh, shyster. Whatever that is. Con artist takes advantage of opportunities, manipulates situations to his he was, advantage. He
3: was selling people with terminal cancer. Right. That he could cure them, which is about as evil of an activity you can commit in, in, in just uh, awful, yes. Um so it's interesting that he did swoop in at
0: that time. Now I'm also not saying like I think he did a good job. I actually think what he did helped Tom over the next 15 years of his right. career like i think there was value to it but he took full advantage and maximized that for his own reality too
3: you know it's uh it just came to me here tom what was what was guerrero's uh big term with tom what was the liability okay you know what tom has always been malleable oh yeah he is a guy who has been able to be taken reshaped And led by others. It's
0: my great theory of all time. Tom Brady, who is theoretically the alpha male of the planet. Like, everybody looks at him like he's this, the greatest of all time, leader, football, toughness. I think he was basically managed by his sisters growing up. Then Bill Belichick took over. And his dad. And and his dad, like his family. But I think his sisters played an interesting role. If you read some things and, like, the way they kind of, he grew up in a girl house. Right. And then... Bill Belichick took over when he got to the NFL, and he was putty in Bill's hands. Non-diva quarterback, I can manipulate this guy sitting in the limo after the first Super Bowl. Like, he, I think he manipulated him for years. Then I think Giselle and Guerrero started to take over, and I don't know how they worked together or against each other, but I do believe he has been molded by those around him more than you would think the ultimate winner, alpha male guy
3: would be. He has been, people say he was the victim at Michigan, you know, he's been the sixth round pick, the underdog. He has been the s- underdog. I love that. But had a throwing coach in like fifth grade, right? I mean, listen, I'm I, he grew up. He d- I saw my sports
2: psychologist on spring break in seventh grade.
3: Well, hey, don't, don't, don't rep the sports psychologist. But no, I, I, Tom Brady was so fortunate in hindsight, now that you see the puzzle, to have been put into these positions where he needed to build leadership. Like it wasn't easy to him he was not always like when you're at Michigan and you are I mean we all know Tom what were Tom's sisters the most competitive Mm -hmm. all type A athletes right so he has been that gene was inherent and then you have the fighting for the opportunity with the golden boy and Drew Henson then you have fighting for the opportunity with the golden boy Drew Bledsoe Then you're fighting for the opportunity to win against the new golden boy that's on the on the Colts, Peyton Manning. Right. I mean, and then it's Mahomes. I mean that But Tom was a golden boy too. No, he wasn't off the
0: bat. I mean he was drafted in baseball and was the scholarship quarterback at Michigan. If you knew that kid, you'd think he's the ultimate chosen one golden boy athlete, correct? Right. If but he came from anywhere in Massachusetts, he might be the greatest athlete that ever lived in this state. And we pretend that he came from nowhere well, as a did. drafted scholarship athlete in well, at Michigan. Why
3: were there 198 players taken before him? Because that happens.
0: But, like, he went to the Michigan. The golden on a scholar- boy is Peyton Manning,
3: who from birth. Father was in the NFL. So
0: you don't agree that being drafted in Major League Baseball and being a scholarship quarterback at Michigan could be described as being a golden boy coming out of high school? Well, like, I mean,
3: I, there was a kid in Sherman named Pat Presnahan who played at Arizona State and went and played briefly in the major leagues. Okay. He, his wife now, I grew up down the road from, went to BC. Like, he was always the most talented. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't think people refer to him as the golden boy. He was a great player who made it to the big leagues from a small town, but... The golden boy to me is Patrick Mahomes, son of a professional athlete. A guy that gets in the 10th pick in the draft is with the best offensive mind in NFL history and has the opportunity. He's the face of the league. I I, I think the Tom Brady golden boy came when he won his third Super Bowl in four years.
0: Okay. I mean, I just,
3: I think when you have those
0: credentials that he established in high school, you're the chosen one. You're a golden boy. You're a marquee. He's not even the best
3: baseball player in his high school.
0: Yes, I know that he's. But the, I'm just taking any. If you just said player X was drafted in Major League Baseball, and is the quarterback at Michigan, he's one of the greatest athletes that ever came from over where he came from. Well, I like love that's just
3: the reality. I love that you brought up baseball because I teased it earlier. I, I, this is the best battle I've I've had in my mind in a very long time. Who is being run worse? Who looks bad, worse today? The Boston Red Sox or the New England Patriots? We'll get into the grades that came out. The week that was at spring training, all that with your call six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. But here's Braverman with what's trending. How would spending twenty million dollars for a starting pitcher this season jeopardize future wins? How would it jeopardize future wins? Well, uh, I mean, I would, I would in the theoretical situation, are saying this is a one year contract in twenty or say it's four, four years, or- eighty million dollars. Yeah, I mean, I think you know you would have to look at what
5: is the productivity into the future, and you know, is whatever the price point um, that you would speak to, uh, is that the best use of those dollars in the future, or, do, or can they be repurposed for more wins at that time?
3: Ken and Curtis. Ken will be back next week. Got uh, something going on today, but uh, all is good. That was Craig Breslow with the Greg Hill Show yesterday morning. <laughs> and uh, my favorite, I don't know what it is, but there's something about getting a guy from Yale to repeat your question that makes me feel really happy. <laughs> uh, Craig Breslow had BC no BC one, Yale zero. Take that. What are the Yale? What are they? The ter- Ivy School Bulldogs. I know Yale is in the Ivy League, Joe. Good God. B- Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Yeah. So uh, Boston College is in the... Uh, what would win between an eagle and a bulldog? Uh-oh. I got the eagle. Well, the eagle's endangered. You got to protect it. Uh, so the that was the Red Sox. We've been talking about the Patriots for the majority of the show. Today, which organization is in a better place and which organization do you trust more? Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, Better place?
0: I'm going to say the Patriots simply because they have $100 million to spend that I assume they're going to spend and not save because much like the Red Sox, they tried to clean up a bad comment and only offered up another bad comment. I I think burning cash is less stupid than saving cash in the National Football League. Um, But they have $100 million and they have the number three pick in the draft. They have the 34th pick. Like, they... Even if they... Luck into it. There's the opportunity for a number of really good players to be arriving in the next two months, right? Like even if they kind of screw it up, you might just accidentally hit on a few really good players. The Red Sox. I don't know what they're doing. Like I would love to buy into what what Breslow just kind of alluded to. Like the future is really bright. I don't know that it is. I don't really see this. The Orioles are a perfect example of what I guess the Red Sox want to be. Bad, bad, bad pick. Now, they were different because they picked, like, number one overall, number one overall, number one. Now they have locked and loaded, ridiculous, stupid talent. It's like every year somebody from the Orioles is going to win rookie of the year, right? Right. I would say that's the best-case scenario for the Red Sox. Like,
3: that's what they're dreaming of. Right. They they had a guy that they said was great at that who did that for three years, and they fired him.
0: Correct. Um, And never have I been more wrong than the – Craig Breslow introductory press conference, like change from Bloom to Breslow. I think I was drunk on just change there. I wanted right. Bloom out so bad. I, I was on the air with Rich. To. I was with Rich Keefe and he was mocking it. And I was like, no, he keeps saying they're going to acquire people and make tough decisions. Yeah. And I hooked on the word acquire. I thought they were going to be acquiring people.
3: Well, you found out he's an acquired taste.
0: <laughs> and and I don't like it.
3: It's terrible. So and I don't. Has there ever been a bigger downer than when you first tried beer? You're like, this is what everybody likes. Uh, that's a long ways back. Like, beer is... Gr- I, I, I but now I, I like it. You like beer? Yeah, I do. Uh, I I mean, I... And I don't know if it's
0: taste or if it's just, um, like, so... I, the, that idea that when you drink a beer, it, it implies you're relaxing. Right. Whether you're at the ballpark, you finished the lawn, right. whatever it may be. When you throw the lime in the Corona? Yes. Sure. Um, But beer, you're right. When you
3: first taste it is not good. Like, I waited... For me, like fifteen years to, to yeah. try this thing, and it's this is the this is the payoff. It's an acquired taste, as yeah. they say. Anyway,
0: but no, uh, I think the the Patriots are in a better place. Who do I trust more? Can I say neither?
3: Okay, or is that not not, That's a, not an actually option. no no no
0: Patriots. Oh, because the one person I
3: kind of trust, they could, they could take the guy out of Patriots Football Weekly, but they can't take the Patriots hear me Football out. Weekly out of the guy.
0: Hear me. There's probably some truth to that. Hear me out. Elliot Wolf is legitimately. An NFL general manager.
3: Wow! Like, is <laughs> what a what a, a moment?
0: But don't you think like he's worked for multiple organizations? He worked for his dad, who was great at his job. Nepotism works in the NFL. Ask Sean McVay; he's the hottest thing going.
3: Okay, um, you know,
0: I, I who's have to a say, better GM, Breslow or Wolf? We don't know if Wolf no, no, no is but a GM. based on their track record. But there based is no on track
3: record of, of Elliot Wolf,
0: well, there is. What he's worked for multiple organizations. Right?
3: He, Heim Bloom worked for the Rays; didn't rub off on him.
0: Right, but he the multiple part I like.
3: But I, I think Craig Breslow worked for the Cubs, right? You make fair points. I'm not saying that Elliot okay. Wolf it, it shouldn't be. This is
0: minuscule. I'm trying to no. differentiate him. You made me pick.
3: Uh, do my eyebrows look like Leo from from Seinfeld? Do I look mad? I'm not mad. Okay, I, you I'm, look a little mad, like I, you want to pounce on me. No, I so then I in,
0: inherently get defensive, and I'm going to pounce back, I, and we're going to have a freaking honey badger th- brawl. Th- th-
3: no pouncing. Um, I think you make great points. I would just simply say. You're right. Neither is in a in a enviable position.
0: Do you not trust Eli- Okay, can we do a quick ranking or let's do it. whatever? Okay. So, let's try to pair them up. So we have John Henry and the Crafts. Okay? We have Elliot Wolf, Craig Breslow, and we have Alex Cora, Gerard Mayo. So is that the power structure? Do we need to mix in a Sam Kennedy with a uh, somebody else uh, for the Patriots. it says
3: gin tastes a lot worse. Speaking of acquired Yeah, dance. that is... They're all bad. I, no, most Rain alcohols are kind of gross. But it also was a much shorter ride to get where you wanted to be. Like,
0: the whole... Um, when, um, like, whiskeys and bourbons became this huge thing, I was like, I think I'm going to get into bourbon. It seems like a cool thing. And oh, then you gross. start drinking it. Like, I don't like this. I don't want to drink like this. Is that one was like,
3: bullet? Is bullet a bourbon? Yeah. Yeah, gross. It is gross. But why do people like it? Because it gets you boom, gets you bombed. Okay. It, it, I, I mean, just, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Carry so on. So, of the list that I just
0: made, right. and you're picking people Wait, you can have, you do it
3: one more time? I'm sorry. I'm a bad listener.
0: Crafts listening. Henry, Breslow Wolf, Cora Mayo. Those, all of those separate. Sort of like right now, of all of them, who would you have if I make you plug your nose and pick one that you have the most faith in for like now,
3: right now? Okay, I, I know this is going to be laughably. Uh, I'm, it will There's be only mock- two options in my mind. Okay, I have trust in John Henry. Didn't see that coming. To build the champion in a different way because he has. I have no faith in the craft of the Patriots to do that.
0: Okay, but how can you have faith in a, a guy that's not trying? Because he is someone. It's like picking a marathon winner who admitted, I'm just going to walk. Right. Well, I guess I shouldn't pick you
3: to win the marathon. You're, you're exactly right. Today it <laughs> He's is walking. A, he strolled through. Were you there or was that last week no, when he did his stroll? I trip? wasn't there, but I saw him. Uh, Greg, Didn't have a care in the world. Greg was hanging out with Linda and John Henry on a bus last night. So God knows how that ended up, but Ugh. here's why I say that. Today you're right; it looks awful. He's gotten off the track. He's not even racing. He's just p- parked his car and he's just hanging out. When do you start the sales pitch on me? I have absolutely the Patriots without Tom Brady. Yeah, are the laughing stock of the sports world. They are F minus. They are D. There zero. Okay, evidence. They never won 12 games without him. They've never hosted a playoff. They've hosted one playoff game without Tom Brady. The the Patriots are tumbleweeds without the greatest player of all time. I have no idea, but I know in the future, but I know that with Theo Epstein, Ben Sherrington, and Dave Dombrowski, with John Farrell, Terry Francona, and Alex Cora, they have won a championship. They have done it in more different ways. The Patriots have zero evidence of being able to come anywhere near contention. Without the greatest player of all time. It's a fair argument. Um, I don't know if you give a little
0: sliver of craft faith for 96, even though they inherited Bill Parcells, so there's also that dynamic there. Because just to be fair, in the totality of their ownership, they went to a different Super Bowl.
3: Right, it blew and up in their faces. They inherited what may, many would argue a top three coach in the history of the sport. People would argue that Bill Parcells look at his tree who I don't
0: care about his tree I'm talking about him I would uh, not okay, have top, in my top 10 f- top he's okay, a Hall, hall of, of Fame coach okay. they inherited a Hall eh, of Fame so coach. is Tony Dungy
3: yeah that did there's
0: of- some guys in the Hall of Fame that
3: aren't Hall of Famers that's true but winning a Super Bowl with Jeff Hosteller is pretty impressive
0: oh yeah no I, I think Bill is a is a good coach I, I don't know that he's the greatest of all time or in that top three or four um, I would put Elliott Wolf atop my list and it's more for the here and for the now it's just, and it's a little bit like having faith in the unknown, the potential, the young quarterback versus the old quarterback. However, you know, if, would you have more faith in Justin Fields or the guy they take number three overall? For, so, for me, it'd be three overall just because I'm hoping that his potential hits rather right. than Fields where I'm like, eh, I've seen him not hit. The Patriots have a
3: um, a great crew together for a power Like Somebody says we talk too much on the radio. Oh, you know, it's a good point. We should just stop for a little while. I've always thought silence is golden. So the, the the reasons that you you have an opportunity to be right is that they are going to spend because unlike in baseball, they have to. Right. So they will be spending. They
0: well, did say save, which was again following up a dumb comment with a dumber comment. Right. Oh, who are you talking about, Elliot Wolf? Yeah. Well, in cleaning up Gerard Mayo's mess, he said we might save. That's. So, Craig Breslow was like, "That's a good idea. I like this wolf guy down in Foxborough. We should get together sometime." We, we were talking about drink.
3: this. We were talking about this during the break. But in regards to Sam Kennedy saying liar or break even, if the guy who is paid to make you look better requires a cleanup crew, right? Maybe he shouldn't be promoted. Just my point of view. But that's that's a warning sign. There are warning signs all over the Patriots and the Red Sox. However. So the Celtics are the answer. If you get out Brad of, Stevens. I know. I was, the Celtics are so good. Uh,
0: they're it, good. Brad Stevens, who we all thought was holding a seat and then going to go to college basketball, appears to be some really good general manager, president of basketball operations. Right, I'll have what Wick's having. Like, uh, but, except for that uh, comedy that he made about his life. Uh,
3: hey, the Greg Hill Show supports all things. I will never say a bad thing about Wick. Wick's the I man. I didn't say
0: anything bad about Wick. It's the show I watched. I, I, I was told it was a comedy. And I didn't laugh.
3: Well, you know what? It's an acquired taste, just like everything else we've if been talking If I had had to a with. few Miller hey, Likes, I might have had one of laugh. the
2: guys from Two and a Half Men on it. It must be funny.
0: Now, that was a funny show.
3: Could Two and a Half Men come out today? I don't know. Uh, no, uh, no chance. Uh, let's go Loved to. that show. So, all right, so I'm firmly... Charlie
0: Sheen's girlfriends in that were one smoke show after another.
3: Yeah. Um, T- T- Sheen, that was, he was in this room at the peak of his height, of his height of his popularity with, uh, like in the middle of the night when I was working here for the DA show, he really? came in after, a sh- so Charlie Sheen performed at BU, I don't know what's the Gannis, but, and, uh, Toucher and Rich went, or Rich went to go, uh, back when they had a show that liked each other, <laughs> uh, they went, they went to the event and I was with DA who was ending at 11 PM and I was told, you know, might want to hang around. And Charlie Sheen comes in here ripping butts for two hours talking and they replayed it it was it was wild. was this
0: after his downfall when he was winning and he was doing du- this was that- during
3: the the downfall this was at his wow. peak of craziness so wild night but uh I am on the side of the page I, I believe the Red Sox are in a better I, I trust the Red Sox to be able to get out of this abyss in a way that I don't trust the Patriots where were you last week I would Hey, you know, let me just tell asking, you. Just asking. You can take
0: the Curtis out of Fort Myers,
3: but you can't take the Fort Myers out of Curtis. Well, Ken's not here. Somebody has to be a Sox honk. Uh, let's go to Mike in Malden. Good morning, Mike.
5: How are you? you? You just mentioned Wick. I would take a bullet for Wick Rosebeck, but I would cheer on the shooter of Robert Kraft and John Henry. Oh, I mean, dang. I despise both of these guys. But... Uh, the Red Sox are in such a significantly better place than the Patriots. Like, wildly better place. Let's look at, you know, 80% of first-year head coaches in the NFL fail. Okay, the Red Sox know that they have a decent manager in Florida. Red Sox Who's have done. young weapons on offense. They have young weapons on offense. The Patriots have nothing. That roster has nothing. They're a wing, a hope, and a prayer. And they're praying everything breaks right. And they hit some wild lottery. And, and by the way, can we back up a minute? Do I hate... This stupid thing on Apple T V, the Bob Kraft Apology Tour. I'm a self made businessman. <clears throat> no you're not. You married into a rich woman's family. Like this this like you know, let's gloss over the part where you didn't want to pay Lawyer Malloy and Bill Parcell's left not only because you took the draft away, but because you didn't want to pay Curtis Martin. Let's just skip all those parts and let's make Bob Kraft look as glossy and wonderful as possible. It's disgusting. I despise that man and that team is going to to hell. So He said
0: the Patriots are banking on a wing and a prayer, but that the Red Sox are well set up with players that are playing in Portland, not in Boston, and as you said, at best have like a 20% hit rate. We've all learned over the years, all the names we fell in love with when we'd never, ever seen them play baseball that we fell in love with and then never made it anywhere. Guys that were included in trades and didn't blow up anywhere else for the most part, whereas the Patriots – Who, there is prayer involved with the Patriots, but we just saw in Houston, if you take the right quarterback, who might not even be considered the best quarterback, C.J. Stroud. Everybody wanted Bryce Young. It was borderline unanimous. Even Houston wanted Bryce Young. They settled for C.J. Stroud, and now guys like Saquon Barkley are like, you know where I want to play? Houston. The reality is, in that sport, it's simple. It's one position, one man, changes everything. That is not true in baseball. Even if Marcelo Mayer is as good as they used to tell us he was, because no one's telling us he's that good anymore. He's been passed up by others in the... Roman Anthony and these all, all these other guys are better than him. But even if he's as good as he was originally hyped to
3: be, does he turn everything around like a quarterback will for the Patriots if they nail the number three pick? The, the best argument you have uh, resides with Nick Casario in the Houston Texans with a great up-and-coming young defensive-minded coach that relates to players in D'Amico Ryan, and you have... But C.J. I don't even care Stroud. about that almost. But I here, think D'Amico Ryans is riding C.J. Stroud's coattails. So now that we have the picture, you know, we talked about that with Aaron Hernandez. Just a quick thing on Robert Kraft. So the entirety of this year was Robert doesn't want to fire Bill in season because optics. Yeah. While wow, they knew this thing was in the can. But do you think they think it's a hit job? Yes. Are, they can't be I'm that not sure. dumb. I'm not sure. I, and the thing is, is that... It's not a lie if you believe it. That We've had de- good calls today. I think Ken just picks the wrong ones. But um, <laughs> Mike and Malden, with the, it, it, not every not the content as much as the passion sure. and the way in which the cadence with his delivery, where people here did not have that feeling towards Robert Kraft. I assure you, Mike thought Robert was wrong, and I'm, I'm sure he disagrees with things going way back, right? But... The, the boiling point was nowhere near being reached. What Robert Kraft has done in an attempt, I guess, to get people around the country to forgive the mistakes and put him in Canton, has ostracized the people he relies upon the most at the end of what should be a life that people celebrate, whether it's philanthropically or on the field or whatever, keeping the team here. There shouldn't be that animus towards Robert Kraft, and it's yet another self inflicted wound. It is so hard to win. We thought it was easy because we had great teams with great players at the right time together. With a quarterback. Right. With a quarterback, with Manny Ramirez, with David Ortiz, with Paul Pierce and KG and Allen, with Chara and, and you know, Marchand and Bergeron and all these guys. It, it helps to have a goalie in, in Tim Thomas, too. Mm-hmm. But what these guys are doing are, are, are fixating on the things that we thought they never cared about not only instead of, but in priority ahead of making the decisions that will actually make fans happy.
0: So you think they've alienated Patriot fans? Totally. Now, have they garnered any respect or praise in non-Patriot fans? I doubt it. Yeah, I I don't know, because I continue to struggle the way this was made and who, who was the target audience. I do feel like some Patriot fans have been alienated. I don't know what the number is. I don't know if it's a significant portion, but this does feel a little political where like you politicians generally stick to their their base. Right. Whereas in this case, it's like, well, I'm trying to get more votes from the middle and I just pissed off the base. And was that a was that a net
3: loss? This is the impact of Mitt Romney running for president and then going towards the base of southern Christian evangelicals and losing everybody here. Right. So. You know, I don't know. I, I, I'm obviously not uh, play the for, hits. Following the stick this to your stick to your base. I would focus on the New England fans and and less about Germany and the rest of the world. Now,
0: I would also argue all of this is also cleared up with a ten and one start to next year. Exactly. But, Gone. Bye bye. Dynasty. What dynasty? Bill? I don't even know who that is. He is he the guy that does the halftime show on Sunday Night Football? I forget that name. But here's, all of it. But here's the issue. and one in ten. The opposite is true.
3: Just strictly strictly talking for myself. The way in which Elliot Wolf and maybe Mayo as well have discussed Bill without mentioning his name and changing everything he built here is adding a degree of difficulty to them because people are going to rub in the, be ready to rub their face in it as opposed to saying, hey, I, I if we can get to half the success that Bill Belichick was able Correct. to find, we will consider it an unbelievable turnaround.
0: Even if you don't believe it. I don't believe they've said anything that was false nope. or wrong. Exactly. It just didn't need to be said. Right, And it, certainly didn't need to be said multiple times, which is right. some of those things have been right. said multiple times by multiple
3: people. We know that Bill didn't look good in the dress last year. You don't need to tell everybody. <laughs> uh, if you agree with Hart or me or disagree with Hart and me, what well, I, I think the, the Sox are in a better spot. He's on the Patriots, 617-779-7937. Hey, and, Sam, how are you? Good to see you again. i got to tell you, those new balances were nice. <laughs> and I will say uh I'll also, take my Kraft Force Ones, please. What has been the, the net outcome for you and your friends with this Patriots docuseries. What what are they doing and how has it hit you? All that coming your way on Ken and Curtis next.
1: All the small things, true care.
0: Is this a shot at Andy Hart? Son of a bitch. Maybe. Taking Fourier's side of the street where we height shame around here. I do one TV show with Phil Perry. He towers over me by maybe eight inches. Oh, don't act like you were
2: bullying me on Thursday. This is my revenge.
3: Well, oh, I missed it. What
2: happened?
0: I don't know. I don't remember. I bully him all the time. It's called
5: the it, Six exactly. Rings Post Game Show. <laughs>
2: Uh, you know, I, I can lost, have my shot now and again.
0: I lost interest in the football season very early on, so I had to turn to Bullying Joe as part of my uh, Sundays to keep myself entertained.
3: Hey, you know, whatever gets you through the day, that is, uh, I think that is Blink-182. That would be right. Yes. Uh, they're going to Blink-182. Hey,
5: what do you
0: think that means? Is that a, know. can't be an area code. Is it like one of those uh, police... Go one eight seven on a mother.
3: All right, let me see. Blink-182 meaning. uh, The band has cited a variety of reasons. By the way...
0: If there's a variety, then there isn't a reason.
3: Can I tell you? I I, I sound like an old head, but wasn't it fun back in the day when you and your buddies had a disagreement and there wasn't an answer like that?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, arguments that actually... And both of you could dig your heels and not find the answer immediately and like, okay, I'm wrong. I'll walk away
3: now. Like, the worst thing that happened to old talk radio show hosts was the internet. Because they could no longer, like, just keep, like, Dino or Francesa right. would just, like, drone on about things that were just factually inaccurate. And
0: especially us, even worse now with the text line. Because if you say something that is factually inaccurate, boom bu- 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 it pops in from the 508, the 617, the 774. You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Okay, I'm wrong. I get it. I'm wrong. Right. And the guy that texts in every time. Oh, the 413! The yeah. Yeah. Andy Hart sacks! He sits to pee, which I've been told a lot of men do, actually, these days. It's an equal opportunity uh, option when in the stall.
3: I don't partake in it. I'm um, sorry. So uh, big news. Jeff Benedict, not today, but will be uh, in studio 645 to 745 Wednesday morning. And he's putting in a rejoin re- request already. So I'm going to get back to him on that.
0: Blink-182, is he a big fan? He just heard that.
3: He is a huge Blink-182 guy. Uh, but Wait, he wants to come in at
0: 645 in the morning?
3: Yeah, so he's going to be at Harvard at 8. So oh, okay. Wiggy, I told him Wiggy's going to be at Harvard at 9, so it'll work <laughs> out. Um, so we were just discussing the Patriots and Red Sox, where they find themselves. Hart has more faith in the Patriots' ability to, to climb up off the mat I say the Sox. We didn't even plan it. And uh,
0: Mack in the car says I'm crazy because the Patriots, who have $100 million to spend in the number 3 pick in the draft with three franchise quarterbacks available, have to live on a wing and a prayer. While as the Sox, they're perfectly set up. they got some great talent. they got a young roster. They're apparently going to surprise everybody
3: and go to the World Series this year. Whereas Andy's saying something will happen as something that's never happened before will happen, whereas the Red Sox have done it three other times. But let's Wait, what, go to what's n-
0: never happened before?
3: The Patriots have won without Tom. Uh, good morning, Nate. How are you?
1: Good, good. How are you doing, Curtis? Awesome. How are you guys doing today? Awesome. How are you? Good, good. Hey, good. Very good, very good. I hope your weekend's going well, even though the rain's coming. But um, looking at this whole thing, is Kraft kind of shooting himself in the foot with this documentary and with the uh, Media Circus he did with Bill, and then now he's pulling back the comments from Mayo saying, we're going to spend some cash. Because if he doesn't come out looking like he's going to spend and make big choices or big changes... The, the, the curtain from the, from the Wizard of Oz has just been exposed. You know what I'm saying? Because he can't, he, he can't come out now and say, whoa, it was, it was all Bill. Look at this. It was all Bill. No, no. I think with not spending, not retaining your guys, not making you know, these moves that he should be making and get this team up and running again, it makes him look really, really bad.
0: Yeah, especially in in light of the comments that for thirty years every coach I've ever had has had everything he ever wanted and needed, and then you have a coach that comes out and says we're going to burn some cash, and then shortly thereafter says I misspoke and we're not going to burn some yeah, cash.
1: Yeah, so so looking at so looking at that is Kraft kind of middling already before even the draft and the, and the free agency period starts here, where you know is he is he showing himself right now what he truly is by? Pulling back on Mayo because he's a corporate guy is is what Mayo's looking at. A business guy, is he already middling and and getting into the middle list? And if he is, that's a bad look.
3: Yeah, I mean it is the 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 Karen Garigian story where from this week where she spoke with Mayo and he said that something to the effect of he walked it back. I don't know the exact. Yeah, he misspoke. That he misspoke. He didn't say it artfully, is the way the Red Sox would put it. Yeah, I mean, I I just you know just put it out there. I mean, these all guys seem to misspeak, misspeak when I ask them a question. But I, Gerard Mayo, is uh, maybe showing some people why Bill Belichick was the cantankerous a hole he was. That you can't put stuff back in a tube no matter what you say, which is why I don't know why people attempt to do it. Like full throttle is out there. You can't unsay right. it. Right, it happened. You can say. You know, the environment changed. The The plans of John Henry shifted. He realized that this Saudi Golf League merger thing needed another 50 million. I don't know. Life happens, and more life happens in John Henry's world than mine. So there could be any number of reasons why the Red Sox didn't invest in this year's team. But it's not because full throttle didn't mean full throttle. It's that Tom Warner wanted there to be buzz, and he wanted, you know, to put maybe pressure on Henry. Who knows? But he said it, and it meant what we all thought it meant. Mm-hmm. And what the dynasty, I'm going to get to Danny here, but what the dynasty really showed me as someone who listens and has been a part of Sports Talk Radio my whole life, everything we talk about, it's pretty on
0: point.
3: 100%. No matter what fans say, oh, media creation, you guys are blowing things out of proportion. You know what? If anything, we undersell.
0: We're always right.
3: We are always right.
0: And I've learned that multiple ways. These these documentaries generally were right. The -the off-the-record conversations you get to have with people were generally right and the players that then go into the media, so then you start talking to them once they're in the media, we're always right. They change their entire tune when they're looking at it in a free way as media analysts. So, yes, I that is the biggest takeaway. You're right. And now the, the trolls or whatever, oh, you
3: guys, oh, sure, you're always... More often than not, we're right. My favorite was the people who would still say that Malcolm Butler had a concussion or Malcolm Butler had... like. Do you not realize that if it was... Going back to the Wizard of Lies, uh, the FBI arrives at Madoff's penthouse. And in the in the Wizard of Lies, it's the guy who was in uh, one of the guys from Billions. And he looks at him, and he's like, uh, dollar bill. And he looks at him, and he says, uh, is there an honest explanation? You know, is there something that, we, are we wrong? You know, can you show right. me? And he says no. And then he's arrested. Like, if there th- there is not an honest explanation, and this is what you said, and it's okay. But you got to live with it. We have to live with this decision. Let's go. Good morning, Danny. How are you, my friend?
4: Well, Curtis, I, I'd like to take some credit for that contribution to uh, the Jamaican population to listen to EEI. Oh, that's <laughs> right. You were there. That's fair. Yeah. Well, no, I've been going there since 1974, and I remember you guys started in the early 90s, right? EEI? Yes. Okay. I had people streaming, because as soon as you could stream radio shows, because I went down there... All went. I had real estate and travel and tourism. I was involved right. heavily in business. Anyway, I had people listening to because Jamaican people, music, the production, music uh, industry, music and and sports, their own sports, cricket and uh, soccer. They are so passionate. Uh, they are as passionate about their sports and production as you know we are up here. So anyway, I had people listening to. It.
5: <laughs> to, uh,
4: Eei, way back in the day, in the mid, probably the mid nineties, you know. But anyway, so um, and Andy, uh, not everybody who lives in Jamaica uh, or Jamaican citizens get high. I, hear, I heard that comment. Uh, earlier.
0: It was a joke. Uh, Are you Danny? really
3: being serious, Danny? Come on, they, laugh a little. Well,
4: they, they take exception to it. It's stereo. It's stereotypical. Uh, Two percent yes. of the population smoke weed because of r- the Rastafarian movement that started in Jamaica. Two Bob percent Bobby. of the anyway.
0: population. I think more than two percent of the population of Massachusetts smokes weed.
4: Well, that's the United States, you know.
0: So the less people, people take, in Jamaica smoke weed than in Massachusetts. Yeah, the people
4: take uh, it is it's it's not, it's ninety eight percent Christian population. They take umbrage when wait when Christians people, they, when, don't smoke weed. When, I'm sorry, Christians oh, don't God, smoke Andy. weed. I, you know, you you're gotta, generalizing Andy, you got, more than you, I generalized. I, going there since 1974, it pisses the Jamaican people off that they're associated with getting high. That's that's, okay. that's such a friggin' bigoted, ignorant comment. Well, you you just said Christians
0: don't smoke weed. It really is. You just said really Christians is. don't it smoke really weed. Is. You can keep saying really is and don't answer yeah, the part of it where I said, you just said Christians don't smoke weed.
4: I didn't say that. I oh, said then the what Jamaican was the point? Christians don't smoke weed. Oh, now okay? Jamaican
0: Christians don't smoke weed.
4: Yeah, that's right. Okay. Their, their, their view you, of. You've asked things all down of them? They are different than here. You We've you've lost our soul here in the United States. Completely different. Wait,
0: people who smoke weed lost their soul? You say a lot of things in, in, in very quick yeah. words.
4: Anyway, so another stupid thing you said. Uh, oh, now I'm saying show. stupid
0: things. You're an expert another, in that area, so I asked, I better take said, it. Andy, Mona Lisa, that, Vito, and no. stupid Danny on the line.
4: Yeah, another stupid thing you said, Andy, is that you, you said Brady was a golden boy when he when he came out of Michigan.
0: No, I said he was the golden boy coming out of high school.
4: He wasn't. He, he, got, he got passed over and stomped on by every, every all five. He was of a of scholarship quarterback
0: at Michigan who had been drafted by the he, Montreal Expos. Drew, Drew Henson.
4: Oh, the, the Michigan, tough times.
0: He, oh, the whoa, whoa! Is he okay. is, He had a personal throwing coach in middle
4: school. He got stomped on by he his own on? in Michigan. He rewrote the record Henson books the in bowl games, games like at Bledsoe. Michigan. Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe was the prima donna here. And he had to fight and scratch for everything. That's why any time he got a fire lit under his ass, that's when he performed. And he got a fire lit under his ass in in Michigan because Drew Henson was the the golden boy. Because they made him compete. He was the guy that got drafted by the Yankees. Right. He was the Golden Boy. Oh wait, got, get whoa, whoa, whoa! Stop yelling, Danny, for a second. Coach in Michigan hated Stop. Him, but fan base hated oh, him. Stop yelling!
0: That's you're right. so annoying. Just have no, a conversation you're, you're, about sports, Andy, Andy, because stop you it, think you're the most th- you you think that because he was drafted by the of Yankees. Radio. Wait,
4: so you're drafted by the A-hole. Yankees, Golden Boy? You are drafted a by the A-hole X- sometimes? Ooh, he you. called me an you a hole.
0: Stupid a hole from Danny that resonates. How's your calendar? You still giving those out? Autographed calendars?
4: All time. Curtis, it's you know Danny gives out autographs. I yeah. get one every year. I've never gotten
0: one. It's because
3: I'm a stupid a-hole. Right.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Like> yeah. giggles. <laughs> All right,
3: Danny. I, I, where do you, where are you on What's the it? question of the day? That's what we've been talking about. Where, where, where
4: are you? I um, know you talked about that earlier. I'm surprised, Curtis, you're not chiming in on this conversation because you Googling, know Brady's history I, as much I, as I do. I, I, yeah, he, I, he really, knows he was, was a scholarship d- quarterback leading. at Michigan, drafted Danny, by the Expos. Danny, Danny I, I don't want He was passed He was, oh, passed, oh, 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 he was passed over here in oh, New England, guy. and all the bra- all the suck-ups, All all of a sudden, they disappeared. They were all suddenly was all they were all Brady people. That's another mis re- rewriting history. I Danny, mean, Danny, everybody Danny. was a, everybody was a Brady fan over Bledsoe. Everybody wanted Brady. That's another stupid myth. Yeah, it's not true. And Fans were chanting for Drew. I don't need the documentary. I, know I wouldn't you, know. pay you don't a like dime to watch that. I wouldn't and I'll tell you, here's another prediction Curtis. Kraft will spend money just to make Bill Belichick look bad, saying it was Belichick that was the cheap ass all the time, not me. He'll do it for the optics, because that's what Bob Kraft is. He's a friggin he all he likes is the media optics to be on his
3: All right, Danny, we're up against it. I, I I'm not gonna jump in if I Danny. had similar points, but Danny from Quincy, that was actually the first time I've been like watching a Danny. Usually I'm the on the receiving end of that, so
0: I just love the fact yeah, that Ken
3: never really fights
1: back when Danny's going after him.
0: If you are a quarterback on scholarship at Michigan drafted by the Yankees, you're a golden boy. If you're a scholarship quarterback at Michigan drafted by the Expos, you pull your bootstraps on your blue collar and but come I, from nowhere,
3: baby. But I believe Drew Henson was the first pick in the draft.
0: No, but it's the same issue. But these it's not. are some of the greatest athletes in the country, just like what's his name? Todd Helton. He, he's a great baseball player, and he would have been the quarterback at Tennessee. And Joe Maurer but was I a think, great catcher and would have been the quarterback at Minnesota. They're
3: golden boy athletes. But, but my point is that almost all professional athletes could probably do something in another professional league. Like, they are at the top well, 1% no. of like, 1%. You want
0: to tell me Julian Edelman came from nowhere? Absolutely. But... How Absolutely. many quarterbacks but that don't a play a multi-sport Andy, 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 Andy,
3: star in the history of college football? How many quarterbacks that share playing time as a drop-back passer get drafted and play in the NFL?
0: Share play? I have no idea.
3: I mean, so I mean that don't start and play every game, and it's not injury-related. I have no idea. There's, uh, Florida
0: did it for multiple coaches. Okay, Urban t- Meyer right, did, it, and and Steve was, was did it, and Tim Tebow was used to be a
3: guy that couldn't play quarterback in the NFL, right? I don't know, he was drafted in the first round by right. Josh McDaniels. Right. My point is is that and he's a different style quarterback. They had two quarterbacks, one right. a lot of Chris teams. Leak was there, right, and the golden boy came in. My point is simple. Quarterbacks that are drop back passers, that are the primary quarterback, that do not complete every game on purpose are almost I don't know if there's another example. So if you're Tom Brady and you're every second quarter, you're out of the game and you have to fight to see who starts the second half, that is not a guy that's the coronated one. That's what the golden boy connotation is. Yeah,
0: I just I disagree with that. I just can't possibly agree with that idea that a scholarship – he wasn't a walk-on at Michigan. He didn't, like, work his way – he's a scholarship quarterback who was also drafted in Major League Baseball, and yet we, we fall in line with this narrative – that he came
3: from nowhere because He's the ultimate underdog. I will say this. Danny is right. Drew Henson was the golden boy, Mr. Football in Michigan, drafted by the Yankees. He was the first sure. pick in the draft. Tom Brady was a guy that was what, the sixteenth round for the for the yeah, whatever. Round? Anyway, I think we got a lot accomplished in that segment.
0: I don't think we did. And I think we did a lot of generalizing about weed smoking, Jamaicans, uh, Christians, Massachusetts like, residents, the whole thing. I, I just I can't go down the like it just I actually let, love Danny. Let, let's Even though he hates me and called me a stupid a-hole. I thought that was kind of personal. I
3: did feed him that line. (laughs) 617-779-7937. About an hour to go here on A Kenless Ken and Curtis.